Callie and I had a relationship milestone the other night. She doesn't even realize it. It may have been the hottest she's ever looked to me. We were on the couch. It was late. (laughs) Just before bed when you're kind of just scrolling through TV to get that last half hour of, you know, shows in or whatever before you pick up the kitchen and go upstairs and go to bed. And we ended up on the History Channel. We did. And I was the one holding the remote. And it was a story of Ulysses S. Grant and the Civil War. And we watched like once. And I love history. It was really interesting. Yeah. I love history. Callie, not really into shows like that. So after I watched one you know, segment or whatever, I looked at Callie and said, you can change it. And she's like, no, I'm actually into it. I thought it was super interesting. It was really well produced because it was the story. It was the story of a couple specific battles in the Civil Mm -hmm. War. And it was produced in a way where every time it went to a commercial, you're like, what's going to happen next? Even though we know know what happens next because. Yeah, we know how the war ended. Uh, We've we've all been to, to middle school. But the way they were talking about these specific battles and the strategy and so interesting and like how, you know, Grant was going to go around behind this, you know, area and Sherman's troops were coming in from this area and all this stuff. And uh, but yeah, and Jeff and I were just sitting there being like, it is fascinating the way that we used to fight like the oh, like yeah. combat, like literally people on one side, people on the other just going after each other. Like, yeah, it was just, it's just crazy. There were a few scenes. What was, what's so remarkable about it is there are a couple scenes where, uh, it was really graphic. And so it would, it would show the, the, the soldiers, the fighters from the North and the South, like the hundreds of them, thousands of them physically just beating each other up. Like, hand-to-hand combat yes and like i mean i i know war is a good war but i think the world would have fewer wars if that was the only way you could fight because when you realize the brutality of it that way you're not just hitting a button from it's crazy yeah so so crazy anyways but yeah it was really interesting so now apparently i'm into the history channel wondering like what are we gonna do next i did go the next night to see what they had on and it was something like not as cool. Like not, I know it's a history channel, but it was something like, like one of their new shows. Yeah. I don't like the new shows. I like the old, like the shows that, you know what I'm saying? Like where they're like, Oh, this is a new show that we're going to talk about old artifacts, but it's in the present. Yeah. I feel like that didn't make any sense. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they randomly have antiques roadshow on or something like that. I'm like, no, 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 no. Or it shows a couple of guys who are like civil war historians in present day, just telling you about the, From the battle. field where, yeah, yeah. So they're, they're standing in the field and they're like, this is the battlefield and look, and here's where these troops were in these troops. The show we were watching was actually like a reenactment yeah, it was cool. of the, of the battle. And uh, yeah. And the problem with, with networks like the history channel and like all of those is they always just throw in like random shows about hoarding or, you know what I mean? It's so weird. That's why I was surprised when I went the next night. And I'm like, what is this show? This is weird. I would like to learn about a different part of history. So I might be turning over, not a new leaf, but like, you know, 
I might be going through a history phase right now. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that the inaugural, inaugural, inauguration events, the inaugural Mm -hmm. events, the events, events. all of the election-related events that happened yesterday went off safely, and there were no notable issues, any issues really that I think. Not that we know of. Yeah. My name is Callie Dollar, and I'm grateful for my soft shirt. I uh, know that I'm not supposed to ask, but I also feel weird if I don't ask, and I have intentionally not asked at all today. Thank you. How are you? I'm just really not doing well, honestly. Are you lower than a six? I don't know. I just just feel – I feel – Terrible. Sucks. I just feel so terrible. And I, I'm so aware of how terrible that I feel that it makes me feel worse that I can't seem to snap out of this. You know what I mean? Is that a new, is the awareness a new development? No. Oh, really? No. I think I'm pretty self-aware. I just am like, like it's getting worse, not better. And yeah. Do you think it's getting worse because, because I know from my experience with anxiety, right? And I think this is yours also, is that when you start to feel really, really anxious for no reason, like mm-hmm. I call it unspecified anxiety where you're just mm-hmm. anxious, then you become aware that you're anxious and that there is no reason associated to it. And then that awareness actually makes more anxiety happen. Is it a similar pattern? Yeah. And I think it's just, it's also frustrating because I feel like I'm doing everything right. And I still feel like this. So it's, you know what I mean? Like, why are you crying? Are you frustrated? I'm just frustrated. I'm just like, I hate feeling like this. And I really wish that I didn't. And, like, I wish that I could be like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. Like, but I'm not like, I feel terrible. And I just, um, I just hate it. Cause I feel like I'm doing the right things. You know what I mean? Like it would be different if I were like not taking any proactive steps, but I'm like doing things that make me feel good. Like, you know, getting extra Ellie snuggles and I'm working out and I'm, you know what I mean? Like I'm doing things that are under my control. I'm meeting with my therapist. I talked to my psychiatrist last week. Like I'm taking medication. I just, I feel like I have all the right ingredient. Like I'm doing what I can do and I'm just frustrated that nothing's changed, you know? Are you surprised at how quickly this seemed to appear? I am surprised a little bit. I think I just wasn't, I might not have been aware of it when it was bubbling a little bit. And then now it's kind of like out of control. You know what I mean? Because I think I was so caught up in like, you know, just 
baby happiness, you know, and yeah. like La La Land. And I wasn't really do. It's almost like real life is now kind of settling in. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like I was in baby bliss and like in pretty much like a baby vacation for a while. And then I opened my inbox and I'm like, oh, wait, I have a life outside of Ellie that I have to pay attention to. It's like a life that I've been kind of neglecting for 11 weeks and friends. And I just, it's, yeah. So is it, um, and I'll stop asking questions if you want me to stop asking. No, it's okay. Is it a sense of like overwhelmed because you, ha you haven't really been doing anything outside of Ellie stuff? since November and now that you've decided to tackle that stuff, are you feeling overwhelmed or like, could that be it? Or is it more I than that? I feel overwhelmed, but I also just don't feel the same joy as I felt before she was here. Like I don't feel the same joy about diving into my email box and about doing things like, you know, in our business that I was so excited about, like, it's, it's just, it's weird. It's hard to explain. What about when you went to visit your parents yesterday? Did that bring you joy? Um, no, like I just am not finding joy. Hmm. So yeah, it's just a weird, it's so Maybe weird. we need to, maybe we need to rig up your, your computer so that every time you complete and send an email, you hear this sound. <laughs> that seriously does that is my joy that <laughs> is my joy for sure like that is the cutest thing ever <laughs> i love her so i'm so she's sleeping right now and i actually miss her when she's sleeping because i love her so much i never understood i mean we'll get back to talking about the sadness stuff in a second but i never understood like i had heard of parents like they go out on a date night or something and uh, they come home and they're like tipsy and it's late at night and they go wake up their kid to snuggle them, to, to hang out with them, mm -hmm. you know, while they make a frozen pizza or whatever before they go to bed. Mm -hmm. I'm like, why would you wake up your sleeping kid? And I could 1000% see us doing that. It's just because we love her and miss her and want to hang out with her. Yeah. Like you come home, you've had a great night out. It's a date night. You went out to a great restaurant, you know, when we can go to restaurants. Yeah, again. that time. Yeah, but you go we have a couple of steaks, have a couple of bottles of wine. It's wow, we come home. We're like, oh, this is great. You know, it would make it better. If Ellie was hanging with if us. If Ellie was here, go get her. And then we bring her downstairs and she's like, what are you fools doing? We're like, we're making Jiffy Pop on the stove. Watch how this thing bubbles up. <laughs> um, so that'll happen. Just mark my words. Uh, well, I don't know what else to say. I'm sorry. You don't have to say anything and you don't have to apologize. It's just, I had a friend text me, uh, earlier sit to say just FYI, like I know how this feels and I can't say anything that's going to make you feel better, but it doesn't last forever. So just know that. Um, it, I did do some research on, uh, like postpartum depression and anxiety and mm -hmm. like the feelings that, co that come with it. And First of all, the fact that as soon as you started to feel it in a big way, you acknowledged it mm -hmm. is going to go is 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 going to shorten it considerably 
there are some people who just call it the baby blues or don't talk to their doctor about it or keep it inside because mm-hmm. they make it feel, it feels like, and it can go on as long as two or three years. Oh, so I can't, I honestly cannot imagine feeling this way for even like a whole month. I hope it doesn't last a month. And, uh, apparently one out of 10 men can also get postpartum depression. How do you feel? Or anxiety. I did. I mean, I just want to fix you. Yeah. I feel, I don't, I, I feel the same, not overwhelmed, but like, you know, I feel the same work-related stress. Mm-hmm. I think that, that you do, but it doesn't feel any different to me. Like I still feel joy when, when stuff happens, you know what I yeah. mean? So mm-hmm. I think I'm, I'm fine. So, um, Will you play the sound one more time? Yeah. Oh, so cute. I. Oh, by the way, you'll hear at the end of the show, we had somebody leave us a voicemail that that sound, Ellie, the. Is probably not a high, but this woman had a 15 month old in the car who says hi back to Ellie every time Ellie hears that, or he hears that. So it might not be an official hi, but in baby language. It's It's a hi. Definitely a hi. I had the weirdest thing happening yesterday, and I can't believe I forgot to tell you this, but I was so taken back by it. I got flicked off yesterday. Uh, In traffic, I hope, or just somebody walking by our house? You know, in traffic. And it was so weird because. Now you said, before you continue the story, you said flicked off. Isn't that what it is? Is it flicked off or flipped off? Because I guess you flip the bird. I don't know. But you could also flick it. You can't. You don't flick the bird. But you just said flicked off. I know. Well, I got flipped off. That just sounds weird. I don't know. Um, But it's, yeah. Is it like, what's the remote to a TV called? The clicker or the flicker? Clicker. Or the flicker. No. Some people call it the flicker. <laughs> no, they don't. Yeah, because you're flicking through the channels. No. Yes. I've never heard that before in my entire life. Uh, is it butt naked or what's the other one? Buck. Is it I think butt? It's buck naked. Butt naked or buck naked? It's buck naked. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, Callie got clicked off. <laughs> I got clicked off. It was really weird too because it was it happened so fast. Like I feel like if first of all, I feel like flipping the bird is like very early 2000s. Like are we still doing that? Is that still a thing? Like it just doesn't You know what I mean? It's a little ha- juvenile to me. Like I have after you tell this story, I have the greatest road rage story that I don't think I ever told you because when it happened, I thought I have to tell Callie this on the show because it's so ridiculous and I forgot to tell you. So you tell your story and then I'll tell you my ridiculous flip um, flipped off. So this guy was crossing like five lanes of traffic Yeah, and I had a green light. So I was going and he cut me off, then looked at me and I, I guess I, you know, I couldn't even really see his face, but he like flipped me off. Flicked. Flip whatever now it's in my head but he gave me the bird and i was just sitting there thinking like first of all dude like i my first thought actually was wow he must be having a bad day and my second thought was what year is it are we still doing this 
And I just thought it was really weird. Like I haven't, <laughs> I haven't been flipped off in a really long time. And it wasn't like, I feel like to deserve that honor, it's like someone that has repeatedly ticked you off in traffic or something like that. You had, you this didn't- happened within this span. Like he cut me off and like I threw on my brakes or whatever. It happened within the span of five seconds. Yeah. Like you, what you like it didn't did. didn't justify the anger that I got. I was coming down the street that, that runs perpendicular to our street. So uh, like close to home and a taxi, which is so random because it's just, I don't know why there was a taxi, but came to a complete halt in the middle of the road to let a passenger out. That's weird. Yeah. And like dangerous. And it was in the middle of the day. And so I just slowed down behind it because I can't, couldn't imagine they were letting somebody out. Like I didn't, I thought maybe she was looking for an address or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, the, it stops in the middle of the road and then I wait behind it and then it puts its, um, hazard lights on and just sits there. And then I see like the woman get out and she's like, the passenger gets out, starts to get her stuff. So I have to back up because of the way, the way I was as close I was to her and to back up and go around her. And when I did, I like looked at her, like the driver of the taxi, like, what are you doing? And she stuck her tongue out at me. She rolled her window down <laughs> and aggressively stuck her tongue out at me. It wasn't like a, like a little kid did it. It was like a, mm, it was, like a, mm. it was a violent, it was like a violent, like that's her, so weird. You know what else is weird? It, it just, it, for whatever reason to see a grown woman do that in a aggressive manner, it disturbed me. I was not comfortable with it. (laughs) You know what else is weird? This is taking a tangent, a totally different tangent, but people feel like when they turn their hazard lights on, whatever they're doing is okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. But it's not like what you're doing is illegal. Yeah. But it's like, oh, but I have my hazards on. So I'm like warning everyone that I'm doing something illegal. You can pull into a handicap spot. Right. and, And put your hazard lights on. And the one-legged man who had to park two aisles away and hobble to the post office can't be mad at you because your hazard lights are Or people think you're not going to get a ticket because the cop's going to be like, oh, well, he's just there for one minute. Yeah, he's got his hazard lights on. Like, I see people do that all the time in fire lanes. Yeah. What? what? That doesn't... What? That doesn't even make sense. Letting someone off in the middle of the road and just being like, oh, it's fine because I have my hazard lights on. I just... Weird. I had a thought. We were talking about this. Um, I think we brought it up on the show a couple days ago, but I know Callie, you and I have talked about it off the off the air um, more than once. Are the things that Ellie, when she grows up, we will tell her used to happen like just normally? I think we talked about that like two days ago. Okay, I thought of a new one. What? Because yesterday, Callie and I are sitting uh, in the kitchen and all of a sudden the doorbell rings. So we don't go down to answer the door like we normally would. The dogs are barking and everything. We pull up the camera, the front door camera, and look at the person. Because usually it's like UPS or like yeah. Amazon or whatever. 
and it's a woman that we don't recognize. And she's, you know, had rung the doorbell and then like took a step away from, from the door. So we could see her very clearly and we didn't recognize her and, and the dogs barked and then we didn't answer the door and she went away like a minute later. But it just occurred to me that, that I think my instinct wasn't to go answer the door. It was to look at the camera. Uh huh. And I think there will be a time that we say to Ellie, oh, yeah, people used to come to your door and they would knock on it and you would open it up and talk to them or invite them in or go out on your porch Weird. and talk to them. Weird. And not anymore. No. You look at your camera. Right. And then you decide. It's so odd. Yeah. If you are looking for something this year, like a snack that tastes great, doesn't have a ton of sugar, and can get delivered right to your door so you don't have to head to the grocery store, Monk Pack Keto Nut and Seed Bars are your answer. If you're following the keto lifestyle, these nut and seed bars, boom, you're perfect. But if you're just trying to eat better or cut back on sugar and carbs in the year 2021, they've got you as well. They are sweet and salty. They've got a crunch from the nuts and the seeds, but they're still soft and chewy. My favorite flavor, the sea salt dark chocolate, but they've also got pecan almond and peanut butter dark chocolate, something for every single taste. Perfect for a quick snack to satisfy your sweet tooth without guilt. We have a special deal for our listeners. Get 20% off your first purchase of any Monk Pack product by visiting monkpack.com and entering code UPSIDE at checkout. Try it for yourself. You will see. Plus, Monk Pack is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they'll exchange the product or refund your money, whichever you prefer. To get started, go to monkpack.com, M-U-N-K-P-A-C-K.com, and select any product, and then use the code UPSIDE at checkout to save 20% off your purchase. Monk Pack delicious, nutritious food you can count on. And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast this week. One of the things that I've done since I've been an adult that I really pride myself on because it feels very grown up is to buy really nice, amazing quality sheets. Now you've heard me talk about Brooklyn and Jeff and I love our Brooklyn and bedding. We have the duvet cover and we have the Lux sheets. But let me tell you a little more about how it was started. It was started by Rich and Vicky who were trying to find beautiful home essentials that didn't cost a ton. And when they couldn't, they founded Brooklinen as the first direct-to-consumer bedding company. So they worked directly with manufacturers to make luxury available directly to you without the luxury level markups. And they have a variety of sheets, colors, patterns, and materials to fit your needs and your taste. And they have over 50,000, 50,000 five-star reviews and counting. They're so confident you're going to love their products. They even offer a 365-day money-back guarantee. Brooklinen is so much more than sheets. They've got comforters, as I mentioned. They've got pillows, towels, and loungewear. Brooklinen has a special offer for you. Go to brooklinen.com and use the promo code UPSIDE. That's going to give you $25 off when you spend $100 or more, plus free shipping. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Enter the promo code UPSIDE. That's going to get you $25 off when you spend $100 or more, plus free shipping. Brooklinen.com, promo code UPSIDE.
If the new year has you trying to cut down on carbs and sugar and unhealthy food, well, I've got news for you. Magic Spoon allows you still to have delicious cereal every morning without any of that junk. Magic Spoon is keto-friendly. It's gluten-free, it's grain-free, it's soy-free, it's low-carb, and it's GMO-free. There's no sugar. There's 11 grams of protein. There's only three net grams of carbs in each serving, and you can build a custom variety box with all their flavors, mix and match, put them together exactly what you want. They've got their best-selling flavors, the cocoa, the fruity, the frosted flavors, the blueberry flavors. And now they've got peanut butter and cinnamon and other new flavors. But you got to go to magicspoon.com slash upside to see what they have to offer. If you're like me, you could just fill your whole box with the frosted cereal. I mean, my kid at heart, who doesn't like frosted cereal? But do what's best for you. Go to magicspoon.com slash upside to build your own custom variety box and try it today. Be sure to use our promo code UPSIDE at checkout to get free shipping. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash UPSIDE and use the code UPSIDE for free shipping. Thank you to Magic Spoon for sponsoring our podcast this week. Today's quote of the day is, The only time you should ever look back is to see how far you've come. Here are my three random things for today. And uh, well, actually, it's going to be four random things. And all four of them are sponsored by the official jeweler of The Upside with Callie and Jeff, Brown and Company Jewelers. I pulled this one uh, because uh, it was going to be a regular random thing for like later this week. But Mm -hmm. because we were talking about you getting flicked off or flipped off or whatever it is, uh, I'll do it now. Um, A survey to find out what state had the angriest drivers <laughs> uh, found that Alabama what? is the angriest state huh. in the U.S., uh, followed by Colorado, South Carolina, Indiana. Colorado surprising. Colorado to me seems very zen. Well, weed is legal there. So who's mad? Right. Uh, followed by uh, Colorado, South Carolina, Indiana, and then Vermont. South Carolina is weird to me, too. South Carolina and Alabama, like, do they even have traffic? Uh, Probably not. So that when somebody cuts across five lanes of traffic, it's a huge offense. They get very mad. Okay, there you go. Um, The least angry state, Oklahoma. (laughs) All right, now here are my official three random things. Number one, do you have an annoying nervous habit? You do. You eat pens. Not anymore. And you also pick your lip. That I pick my lip and I um do the I pick at my cuticles, which oh, you also do. I also do that one. Um, the most popular nervous habit is tapping your feet or jingling your legs. Uh, people also chew on ice, and forty percent of people crack their knuckles nervously. The um the tapping thing would drive me nuts. Like if you were if I if I was if I had a coworker that was a tapper, yeah. That would be rough. I think because I have to try so hard to focus because I'm so ADD yeah. that that would distract me from whatever I was working on. And yeah, that would drive me nuts. Or a pen clicker person. Click, 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 click. Yep. Uh, my second random thing is the average person <laughs> will waste one year of his or her life looking for stuff. 
I think I've done that one before. Yeah, I think you have. That sounds familiar because I think you did that one and then pointed at me and yeah, yeah. Uh, and then finally, my uh, third random thing is when you're planning your dinner, know this: the U.S. Department of Agriculture ranks beans uh, by how much gas they will create in your tummy. Hmm. The gassy, the the bean that'll make you toot the most, soybeans. Followed by pink beans, black beans. What's pink beans? They're beans that are that are like kind of a light red. Like kidney beans? I don't know. I don't eat any beans. <laughs> that is true. I'm asking the wrong person. <laughs> is it the consistency that freaks you yeah. out? What are, beans okay. are gross. <laughs> it's like eating like 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 pudding with rabbit turds in it. I just don't like it. <laughs> That's so odd. Yeah. Soybeans, pink beans. Also, I don't like really the taste of beans. Hmm. It's like chewing on paper. Uh, pinto beans, uh, white beans, great northern beans, lima beans, and the least gaseous of the bean is the garbanzo. Those are my three random things. <laughs> so cute. Oh, that is so cute. Can't handle it. I have another beautiful human alert because it just makes me feel good. And I just, you know, it's Thursday. Yeah. Why I have another good story this week? There is a pastor named Robbie Pruitt who had his mountain bike stolen. Now, in true, this is like definition of upsidey, right? So he thinks about it for a second and he's like, you know what? If the person stole my bike, it's probably because they don't have transportation and they need to get from point A to point B, which I think is very noble. That is such a pastory thing to think. That's why he is a pastor. Yeah, but also it's pretty upsidey. Like, you oh, know it's what? totally upsidey, but I would say that I'm a pretty upsidey person. But if somebody stole my bike, it would take me a while to get to, there to get to the point where I'd be like, Oh, they probably just needed to get somewhere important and they don't have transportation of their own. So. Which is why he's a pastor and I'm a podcaster. Right. I'm a pod pastor. Why isn't, oh my gosh. Did you just come up with a name for a new thing? The pod pastor. The pod pastor. Someone do that, please. Yeah. Um. So anyways, so he decided that he was going to start repairing bikes to anyone who needed it for free. Which I think is really cool because he's like, well, maybe they have a bike. Maybe it's broken. Maybe whatever. So he starts fixing bikes. Um, then he put out a call to people. This is in Virginia saying, hey, if you have bikes that you're not are doing that are, I think bikes for most people, if you have one, there's a pretty good chance it's collecting dust. Yeah. Like I would say fewer people have bikes that they actually ride. So he's like, if anyone wants to donate bikes. We'll make sure that they get to someone that needs, you know, transportation, that needs a bike. Am I remembering it correctly that your parents had matching bikes that they only rode once? Yes. And for some reason, I'm associating with that with my dad being like really annoyed that they only rode them once. But I can't remember what the reason was that they bought them in the first place. I don't know. But yeah, I don't think they have them anymore. I think my dad went through the. 
I think he gave him to Pastor Robbie. He probably did give him to Pastor Robbie. Um, so anyways, uh, he's received hundreds of bicycles, which I think is really cool. And he also started teaching neighborhood kids how to fix bikes. So he turned part of his ministry into teaching kids how to, you know, fix bikes, which I thought was really cool. So anyways, Robbie Pruitt, you are a beautiful human. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Do you remember how we were talking earlier this week about why everybody talks about the first hundred days of a presidency? Yeah, when we were coming up with our law. And by the way, yesterday, a couple hours after we were sworn in, Joe Biden signed like 17 executive orders mm-hmm. and none of them were our suggestions from yesterday's episode. I know. Like, what's up with that? Like, there was stuff about the climate and like wearing masks and 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 stuff like with immigration. Like, okay, that's all great. But how about using a speakerphone in public? When are we going to address that issue, <laughs> right. Joe? Priorities. Yeah. Um, anyways, I happened to run across a post from Ben and Jerry's that explains why 100 days is such a big deal. And I did not know this. And in the interest of my newfound interest in history. Where did this come from? Ben, the Ben and Jerry's Instagram account. Do you not follow them? The Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream Company Instagram account? Yeah. I follow a lot of random like food accounts. I follow Ben and Jerry's. I follow, which I really shouldn't because it makes me hungry all the time, but that crumble cookie place. Yeah. Theirs is dumb because they announce they have new flavors. It's a company that makes cookies and they have new rotating flavors every week. And when they do it, a lot of them have filling or whatever. And they like slow, they post videos of slowly breaking the cookies apart. And you could yeah, I have, have issues. Have you um, typed a crumble cookie flavor into your Weight Watchers app just to see? No. No. I, I bet it. I bet it's two dozen points. Like 24 points. I would yes. bet it would be more than that. How much was um, a piece of chocolate cake? Our show's all over the place today. It really is. How much is a piece of chocolate cake? Wasn't that like two dozen points? I mean, these cookies oh, are... Oh, yeah. It was like 24 points. Um, I don't know. It doesn't say. It doesn't have it in here. These cookies are like... Six inches around, oh, and so good. And uh, or I mean, they're it's like six inch diameter, and then they're frosted, and they're thick, and they're they're like they're 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 like the perfect cookie. Uh, they also ship na- nationwide, by the way. C R U M B L. Anyways, that's not what the nope. point of this Let, was. Let's get back to the point, which is Ben and Jerry's teaching Callie about the first hundred days of a presidency. Yeah, do you know this? Do you know why? I don't. Okay, so apparently it started with FDR. Um, it says FDR's first 100 days included tons of enormously effective and popular programs and legislation to get the country working again. All presidents since then have been measured against this standard. Um, he was the first president to talk about the first 100 days. He came to office in 1933 at the height of the Great Depression, and he wanted to reassure Americans that he was going to take quick decisive action so he did as much as he could in 100 days and then um i guess every president since fdr has kind of like said okay well here's what i'm gonna do in the first 100 days but it started with fdr and now i need to go eat some ice cream hi this is jennifer from tennessee Uh, i was just calling to let you know that ellie is definitely saying hi and i know this because my 15 month old 
keep saying hi back every time you play the audio. (laughs) So she's at least saying hi and baby because my 15 months old understands her. I just wanted to say, maybe you do have a little genius on your hands. Have a good day. Bye. You've heard me talk about Rothy's shoes for a while now, and you know that they're made out of repurposed plastic water bottles. They make beautiful shoes and bags, and they're super comfortable. They also come in a ton of colors, prints, and patterns, and they have so many styles to choose from. So if you haven't taken a look at the Rothy's website in a while, go check it out at rothys.com upside and see all of the great styles they have. And check out their bags too. These are beautiful. They are sustainable and you're going to love them. My favorite thing is the sneaker style shoe. I've been wearing that a lot since I've been on maternity leave. And it's great for just running around. And I often wear them in the house because I forget I'm wearing them. They're so comfortable and they're great for just running around with Ellie. Also, machine washable. And the thing that's hard about flats normally is that they start to smell after a little bit. Well, you can wash your Rothy's. I have washed mine over a dozen times and they are like brand new shoes. Check out all the amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash upside today. Good morning. I am loving the walls that you guys are making if you were going to be president. I agree with every single one of them, 100%. I just wanted to add one in this COVID time. The one thing that drives me absolutely insane is the people that wear their masks below their nose. Put your mask on. Cover your nose. That is the point. It's, oh, my God, it drives me insane. Okay, bye. Hey, all I was just listening to Callie talking about, she's like, Jeff, I don't know if you'll get this, but maybe some other moms will about, you know, like, is it postpartum? You know, just, it's, it's like, it's so weird. And it's so different for everybody. Um, I sent you a message on Instagram the other day. About, you said that you felt like you're failing at everything other than, like, being a mommy. And I actually felt the exact opposite way. And that's the weird part about the postpartum anxiety or depression or, you know, whatever it is, is that you know that you're not feeling the way that you should feel. But I mean, it's just, it's different for everybody, just like pretty much everything in pregnancy and in motherhood, everything's different for everybody. But, you know, you're not alone and everything gets better. Hey guys, it's Amy in Indianapolis. And I just want to let you know, I don't know all the details and I don't know all the numbers. But my understanding is that sellers pay a pretty big premium to be able to sell things through Amazon. So if you really want the money to go to that particular organization, it's probably best to go directly to their website. Otherwise, they lose a chunk of money to Amazon for, their, for the convenience of doing that. Just wanted to toss that idea out there. Thanks. Have a great day. Bye. Hey guys, it's Martha. Oh my goodness. 
I was listening today's episode and got to the part where y'all were talking about, like, if you were president, what would you, you know, what would your terms be or your, what would you change in your first 100 days? Y'all have me cracking up laughing. Loved it. I would totally vote for you guys because that's just awesome. And thank you for the laugh because I totally needed that today. Um, I'm coming back from vacation and just got hit with a bunch of work stuff and was getting super stressed out. I was like, okay, I need something to put me in a good mood. So I put on the podcast and start listening. And, of course, you guys never fail. Y'all always make me laugh. So I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you guys. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Lisa. I'm a Georgia girl, but living in Pennsylvania now. Um, I just had to pause your episode. You were talking about COVID and getting a haircut and how your haircut person is very safe. Um, my fiance, I live with him. He stopped going to the hairdresser, of course, during COVID or the, the farmer. And um, I told he decided he would get bus through the summer. Well, he's keeping that now because... I am his new um, hairdresser, and the only clippers I had was our dog's clippers. Um, congratulations again on baby Ellie. She's so precious. Love hearing her cues and noises, and love when you guys talk about her. Um, thanks for all you guys do. You totally make my day. I had COVID recently and um, missed about three weeks of work. Um, and I around the holidays. So I had to play your podcast every day because that was my morning work routine and had to catch up on them at home. It's just part of my day, and I'm so grateful for you guys. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye. When I say life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you, I really don't know if that's true. I'm just making a conscious choice to perceive challenges as something beneficial so that I can deal with them in the most productive way.